This is a HeadGum Podcast. And it's been a while. I was literally going to do that. Oh, no. (laughs) I was like, Chris, let me open up this fucking podcast. I got something. Damn it, we're on the same wavelength. It's literally been like, what, a full week? It's been over. It's been over that. Uber, Uber, Uber a week. We've never gone this long without a podcast. I'm We've sorry, had guys. so many fucking like technical difficulties. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Couldn't even talk. <laughs> Clearly, that's why. And also, we're just fucking tired. We yeah. needed like a little break. May was a month of things happening, and yeah. so we just needed a little bit of time. And things were also were breaking. Yeah. Can the fucking yeah? Don't even <laughs> ask me about this because I don't really know exactly what happened. But this is our second time recording this episode. And honestly, I don't remember what we even said, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> you exactly. know. But uh, I know what we did say, and that's this is coffee with Rachel. That was so lame. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm Rachel. I'm Chris. And today we are going to be shaking things up. Yeah. In the uh, time that we were away, we did some talking about the future of the show. Oh my God, we're so enhanced <laughs> right now. Um, basically, like. The thing about this show that we love is that it's incredibly vague. Just like us. <laughs> Just like <laughs> us. Um, that's so real, though. Like, my YouTube channel, incredibly vague. My whole life. We don't like commitments, you know? <laughs> it's, it's, I don't like being put into a position where it limits me from yourself yes and like while i would love to have like a separate side podcast that was more like specific to something network yeah (laughs) i have already discussed this if there's anyone in the seattle area like of course there are a million people i could think of that would do this podcast with me but i don't want to do it via skype because it's just it's not as fun yeah but if there's anyone in seattle that wants to have a food network discussion podcast please email me I'm dead fucking serious. It's rwhitehurst business at gmail.com because that is a dream of mine. But anyway, this show is really vague because it allows us to be able to talk about pretty much anything that we want to talk yeah, about. We basically wanted to just be like, you know, you're sitting down with your friends, cashing up with a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's what it's been so far. Yeah. And so basically we've been trying to think of like kind of newer things to do, still keeping it really open. And we're just going to be adding some more segments that we kind of already have in place, but they aren't like really specific at the moment. But we want to add them. There's going to be like maybe a name to a segment or it's like a little bit more of a definitive You can tell where the episode is going, you know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) So we're excited about it. We also want to bring back in a little bit more coffee flair because obviously, you know, besides us talking about what coffee we're currently drinking, I feel like we don't really discuss coffee as much. Coffee's the bread and butter of the show, guys. I mean, it's it's the basics. It's in the name. (laughs) So we're going to be adding more to, like, the coffee segment in the beginning and talking more about, like, current events and things that we usually avoid because controversy, (laughs) but, you know, I know that you guys always want to hear about certain things that we like just don't discuss and so I think we want to break out of our nervous little shells. <laughs> yeah, we're we're such we're like we're trying to be like oh we're the happy podcast in the <laughs> corner. <laughs> uh, but anyway, what are we drinking today actually? So, uh, my sister was in at the end of May and when she came in, my mom got us some bags of Wawa coffee. Yes. Very much appreciated. Thank you, Vicky. And she got us uh, hazelnut original and then dark roast we're drinking dark roast right now it's a classic this is what i would primarily drink at wawa 
I went for the Colombian. Oh yeah, the or the Ethiopian was good too. Oh yeah, that one was really good. Um, but I used to go for the dark roast, and then I would put the creamer in, and then I would always finish it off with one of those little red stir sticks through my drink hole. Yeah, you are so weird. And I I did that because it wouldn't fuck up my makeup. I could take very small sips, so I would not burn thyself. And And you knew which cup was mine. Yeah. So, so I miss those little, but now I think about it, I'm like, I wasted a lot of plastic doing that. My AI digress. The things you do for your lipstick. The am things I right? you do for your walla. Yeah. So anyway, this is delicious though. Yes, it's great. I'm drinking out of my pumpkin spice uh, life mug. I got my giant New Mexico mug from Kathleen and we're just fucking, yeah. we're doing it. But one of the things that we wanted to add to this section was bringing a random coffee fact to the table. This is going to be fun because I'm going to have to like really look eventually because it's going to yeah. start, we're going to start running out. <laughs> but like, you know, let's learn a little bit about the stuff we're drinking, guys. We're pumping into our bodies. So the first fact that we found is that when coffee makers make decaffeinated roasts, okay. They then take the caffeine that they pulled out and they sell it to soft drink companies and pharmaceutical companies. Oh my god. Like, I did not know that, like, you could just, like, collect up that caffeine that you pulled out. Like, I didn't know how they were removing caffeine first How do they do it? See, I always kind of thought maybe they just had some dud beans. You know? I thought maybe it was, like, a different, like, varietal of tree that just didn't have caffeine to their beans. Yeah, like tea. Yeah. You know, those are just leaves, guys. Yeah. Unless they decaffeinate Unless them. they add caffeine. <gasps> this is really interesting. I feel like I'm learning a lot. I always did kind of wonder where the caffeine came from in soft drinks, because I was just like, there's sugar in here, yes, but where's the caffeine? Yeah. So they just add that. And, I mean, like, I know our... Uh, <laughs> Migraine medicine has like one of the three things. Yeah, caffeine, and I need it. Yeah, Excedrin migraine works if you have migraines. Remember when they pulled that shit off the market and I died for like two years? Yep. Why did they pull that off? Who the fuck knows? I was upset. I'm sure it was probably like because it was killing me slowly. But either way, (laughs) you know what's worse? Migraines. (laughs) Yeah. So that was. It's very interesting. I like that. I mean, we don't even really drink decaf often. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think about those little overworked beans. <laughs> they've been caffeinated. They've been decaffeinated. They're like, they've been leave us alone. <laughs> Save the beans. <laughs> Whatever. Oh fuck. So yeah, that's all we got for coffee today. <laughs> but we would also like to open this up to all of you guys listening. If you have a fact that you've come across and you know that we haven't said it on the show yet, I mean, there's only one right now, so yeah. chances are we haven't. <laughs> Send it to us. You could tweet it to us. You could email it to us. Whatever your little, whatever Our you desires. do. Yeah. <laughs> there's one person out there. It's like, damn it, I was gonna give him the caffeine one. Oh yeah, yeah. that one person. I'm sorry about person. it. So anyway, let's move into our next little bit here, and we're going to be talking about what's been happening. Yeah, uh, we don't know if we want to like have a name to this part or not, or if you guys have any suggestions. But it's basically just like what's been going on in the world in like the past since we last recorded. Yeah, <laughs> and it's been a while since we last recorded, so I think we have a lot to cover today. Things have happened. There's been a lot of things. The one that stands out to me is the meme of the moment, which is Caveman SpongeBob. Yes, you know, kind of mimicking the Mr. Krabs one that yes. was very prominent. That, okay, so that Mr. Krabs meme, if you know what I'm talking about, 
it, one where he's panicked or whatever. Like. Yeah, it is me in a panic attack. Like, <laughs> and I've never like I've related to Quenny Quenty memes. <laughs> I have, <laughs> but that one I feel like officially I've never been more validated by something. Mm-hmm. I think you could also relate to the new one, the Caveman SpongeBob, because he's kind of just like, oh my god, what's happening? Yeah, but he see, there's a little bit more anger there. I think that's squeezy. Oh, it is. Because he's just like startled, like, oh my god, what's going on? But you he also see pissed. the fucking arm gestures, Chris is doing. <laughs> like, the whole couch is shaking. Um, yeah, that meme is pretty lit. There was one that was just tweeted at me right before we hit record, and it was like, when Ted Allen says you've only got like 10 minutes left, <laughs> and it's like him all over the chopped kitchen, like they photoshopped him. <laughs> oh my god, speaking of chopped kitchen, Food Network Star. That came back. It's back. And if you guys don't know, this is like my, you know, baseball season. Yeah. And like people get pumped for like playoffs. I've heard of baseball season. Yeah. You've heard of baseball <laughs> season. Well, this is like my playoffs or like this is like my World Series. Oh, my God. Like cause it's not just like a Super Bowl where it's like one time. Like this is like 12 weeks of lit. <laughs> and I, I'm just there's so much that I want to discuss about it. Who are we rooting for, Chris? We each always pick one person each. I think I've finally now set on Smidgens. Mm. I don't remember what her name is. I don't know her real name. Smidgens. She's super cute. She wears cardigans and she's a pastry chef, I believe. Yep. I cannot remember her real name, but we call her Smidgens because she said that once. We were like, (laughs) you're adorable. Who am I rooting for? I don't even remember. Oh, I was rooting for the clean eating ex-YouTuber girl just because like it was just funny and everyone and like oh my god I've never seen the Food Network drag healthy food more like this poor woman is just like I'm just trying to give you like some zoodles and they're all like fuck you like everyone (laughs) on the competition hated her just because she ate healthy and I was like I'm standing for you bitch um but who did who am I voting for oh fuck I like truly the lunch lady Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. Any of the meat men I'm done with. And they just eliminated the guy who literally did call himself the meat man. Yeah. And he He's follows upsetting. me on Twitter. It's really upsetting. I tweeted one thing. I said, like, Food Network is lit. <laughs> like, Food Network star is lit. And he was like, I can give you all the behind the scenes of what happened. Because he, when he got eliminated, he, like, dragged Giada and Bobby. Yeah. He was like, you can suck it. He said, judges suck it imagine telling bobby to suck it and you weren't talking about your lips you know what i'm saying like what the imagine saying that that's amazing so we're having a great time watching the show who it's, am i rooting for i'm so upset that i can't remember i mean i really like them all like oh i like yaku i like all of them honestly martita martita but she it was in it before but i'm i still fucks with her I, I really like, honestly, all of them. Smidgens is pretty great. Yeah. Maybe we're just both rooting for Smidge. We're just all rooting for everybody. There's, like, a it's... real housewife on oh, it. Oh, yeah. And she, like, cooks amazing food, but, like, can't do the video part, you know? Mm-hmm. It's it's wild, guys. It's Please great. watch. I do miss Alton Brown. Oh, yeah. it was. He's just too busy being maniacal on Cutthroat Kitchen. He's got so much shit And he's doing do. his tour, yeah. too. Yeah. But I do miss him on there. I think he adds something he to that. Because Bobby and Giada, like, 
You need like a nerd up there. Jana just looks like she's hating everything, and oh my like god. her, I could see through her smile to the pain. Oh my god! <laughs> like there, was, there was this one part we like paused it because like I've never seen a more like forced pain smile. <laughs> like it's fucked. Oh my god! Speaking of Bobby Flay, something really important happened to us this past weekend. Yes. Um, so when Chris's sister was in town, it happened to be a Memorial Day weekend. Woo! Yeah. And during that weekend, Disney did this fucking amazing thing where they played a marathon of all of the old Disney Channel original movies. So I grew up watching those every fucking moment. Like, I was obsessed with them. I mean, everyone that I knew was obsessed. And, like, you watch them with, like, your family, and they're just, like, super fun. And Chris never watched them because he's trash. Yeah, I'm trash. So, when I found out that they were going to be on the same weekend that your sister was here, I was, like, low-key, like, damn it! Like, of course course it's that weekend because I knew I wasn't going to be able to watch them. But then... After Chris's sister leaves, we're, like, on the Xbox. We're just chilling. And we pull up Sling, which is what we use to watch, like, cable shows. So, like, Food Network and HGTV, basically. It's literally just the uh, or the Food Network and HGTV app. Yeah, that's, that's basically all I use it for. But they did add Disney to it. But the only thing with Disney was, like, you couldn't watch shit after it already aired. So, like, on Food Network, like, you, you come in and you're in the middle of Chopped. Like, you can rewind it to the beginning. You can watch episodes from, like, three weeks ago if you scroll back like yeah. it doesn't matter i i could literally do my own house hunters marathon and it's great this we're not even sponsored by sling it's just <laughs> i great. wish it's so good but when i went to disney they had it like you could watch all of the old disney channel originals like they let you watch them even after they aired and i was like thanks guys <laughs> that was so nice which is great because that company's not usually very nice yeah, so that was cool so the whole thing was that we watched uh eddie's million yeah, dollar cook-off and bobby plays in it. it i think it happens to be like my favorite one of all of those it's movies. It's literally just the story of Rachel. It is! Oh my god. Playing softball, dad's the coach. Not that we, any of us, thought I had a future in softball. <laughs> but always watching the Food Network. Always yearning for the Food Network, you know? Oh and like, god. I was, you guys should check out my Twitter. I posted like a snap where it's like just this kid, Eddie, and he's sitting on the couch and there's like this weird kind of like country pop song playing and it's just on the TV. It's just him watching Bobby Flay and then it slowly zooms into him and he's just got this like elated most relaxed smile and he just looks <laughs> like, like slightly giggling he's like. never been happier and I'm like me mm-hmm. it just it's so me and Bobby Flay's in it and he has like more than one line it's yeah. like fucking wild the dad though oh my god I did not know that he was going to be such a meninist like, I he know was, it was every single line that he had and that's not even like a joke literally every time he spoke it was something sexist and it was but then they drag him at the end so and paid off but like holy shit I, until I knew that was happening I was like what the fuck did Disney, this is so much. It was very like, oh, you can't cook, Eddie. You're a bully. Yeah. <laughs> you want to do in home ec. And then at the end, he's like, literally all of the chefs on the Food Network are fucking men. So, like, yeah, because, like, men still dominate the f- fucking fields, even that are traditionally, I put in quotes, for women, like, fashion. All the men run that shit still. Yeah. Fucking cooking. Like, it, you know what I'm saying? So, anyway, <laughs> it has a good, a good moral, a good, like, feminist undertone, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it does, and like it challenges gender roles. 
It was a very good movie. I think next we were going to do it. They're still there. We went to Smart House. Oh, fuck you. You never watched Smart House? I feel like that one I've seen bits and pieces. Yeah, of. it was always on. Yeah. House, house, the house is dumping. <laughs> oh, my God. And when the desserts come up in the countertop, that's yeah. like, the, I wanted that in my house. If you know what I'm talking about from Smart House. <laughs> or that wall that they had like a whole screen and you could put like anything up. It's basically a green screen, like oh my God. but it was like you could just put the beach and then you just have like a video of the beach playing projected on your wall and so it looks like you like are at the beach wow. in your room. There was some cool shit. I wanna watch thirteenth year with the mermaids. Merman. Merman. I don't even know, like, this scene. Yeah, I'm still just like, mermaid. It was just because that was, like, a very popular movie because everybody's, like, a slut for a nice mermaid. It wasn't mermaid. the time when, like, uh, mermaid movies were just, like, really hot? Probably. And I just remember, like, the little, like, 30-second clip commercial for that movie on Disney. It would just be like, so he's a mermaid? And then it would be, like, three people. It's, like, including Dave Coulier from fucking Full oh House. God. He's the dad. And they're like, mm, merman. <laughs> <laughs> and it's my favorite line, because it's like, it's a man mermaid, you know? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> man toothpaste. But anyway, just, like, the way they say it, merman. Merman. <laughs> it's very Midwest, I would say. I love Not that. Not that I've ever been to the Midwest. I flew over it once. I've heard accents. Or twice. True. I've, I've heard Nick's video with the accent. Yeah. <gasps> oh my god, Megan just did two videos with her mom, Megan Tondras. Too, yeah. And it was just like the most pleasant thing to listen to. Just like <laughs> I love it. That Michigander speak. It's yeah. So soothing. And that's just a really cool name, Michigander. Like yeah, what were we? A Pennsylvanian? No one even knows where to stop yeah, pronunciating yeah. with that word. People Washingtonian will... is what we're Yeah, fuck now. that. I'm not a toe. Seattleite, but Oh, I kind of like that. It's like a beer. It's like, satellite. It's like Bud Light. <laughs> <laughs> but like, honestly, I know we're not really in current events anymore, but it's fine. So um, yeah, Disney Channel original movies. Very excited to continue to marathon them. What's your favorite? Let us know. I guess I'm, to keep it on current events, another one is that uh, Sims is making some changes. Yes. Some very cool changes, which is surprising because they're usually just like, we want money. Yeah, I was waiting. So they changed it so that there's like gender specifications now. It used to just be like male, female. And if you like, you chose a male Sim, you could only wear the boy clothes and like the boy hairstyles yeah. and all and like the voices and stuff. And so now they're leaving it like completely open and you can even choose like if your Sim can get pregnant or can impregnate like there's all sorts of like things so it really reflects like more it's very uh fucking inclusive is what i'm trying to say basically you pick like a male or female body type and then like you pick the clothing that you want them you have access to all the clothing all the hair all the voice registers you still have to pick like masculine or feminine clothes like you don't have to stick like if you pick a male or female like body form, yeah, you don't have to stick with male or female like clothing. Exactly, but, like, you have to pick one. Oh, you can't do both. Yeah, which is kind of lame, but like it's maybe they'll something. fix that. Honestly, maybe there'll be feedback. Yeah, and then you can also pick. If I think they... you should be able to choose like no gender, you know, for yeah, the non-binary exactly. people out there. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. still like kind of binary. But, but hey, it's improving. Mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah, and of course people are like pissed. I'm like, what does it matter? Like, you could still just make you're you could still just make the sim you were gonna make. Yeah, it doesn't take anything away. It's just adding more. But they're all just like, oh my god, shouldn't we like make something more important? Like fixing all the 
game bugs and stuff like that. That's what they say. And like, yeah, there are a lot of bugs, but I mean, this is like making it so that more people feel super comfortable. Like the whole point of Sims is to be able to make yourself in the game. Like that's what most people's first Sim will look like. And that's what they focus on when they like did Sims for like promotional fucking advertising. It was was like, yeah, it was just like showing you like how you could make yourself. So if now more people can get a more accurate representation of themselves in that game, that's fucking cool. Yeah, and and I mean, they're going to want to do that because like if they get more people to be interested in games, more people buy the game. Exactly. But we were making a joke that we were surprised at the whole like the gender limit, (laughs) the new gender limits would be like an add on that you had to pay like $9.99 for and it included like a hot tub or something. I, I would not have been shocked if they made you pay for that, but they would have got a lot of backlash. Yeah, I know. That would have been really hard. I'm glad they just added it though, but I don't think they would have really done that, but it's just kind of funny because everything else is like, oh, you want, you want access to trees? Yeah, right? (laughs) Like literally. (laughs) But anyway, so that's pretty exciting and I hope that they continue to do cool shit like that. So more games do that because that's not exactly something that's prominent in the gaming industry. I know. I mean, I was just looking at the Overwatch characters. That's the game that just came out everywhere, right? Uh, It's PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. Was it already on PC for a while? No, they all came out on the same day. Oh, that's cool. Well, either way, I'm like, damn, I understand, like, the controversy, but I'm not surprised because they're from the same people that made World of Warcraft, so, like, (laughs) I don't really know what to expect, but are you having fun playing that? It is so much fun. It's way funner than I thought I was, like, gonna have with it. I'm definitely gonna be playing this for just, like, a long time. I'm trying to, uh... To, like get set up with like a team, yeah. including a key from Roommate Pod, yeah. Uh, to like team up and basically just play online together, or and maybe you know like do some competitions some down the line because that would be kind of cool. Do you have to play like with a team with that game? Well, I mean, you don't have to, but like if you can, then like you actually want to talk to each other because like I'm I'm still if I'm playing by myself, I put myself in a party because I don't want to hear. Like, yeah. annoying people just screaming into the microphones. So yeah. when you're with a group of people, then you can all talk and actually strategize. Because yeah. that game's very strategy-based. I feel that. I always mute people. <laughs> I'm like, I, yeah. I don't want to hear you being like, oh, fuck. Well, we're on Trivial Pursuit, and somebody has their mic in, and they're just yelling out all the answers. We're, like, muting you. Yeah. Oh my god, or when they when you hear them drag you. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's the worst. Like we'll be playing and then we'll like steal someone's answer. We're like we'll pick okay, we were playing this one guy that we knew he was like super good at geography because he kept saying it. And yeah. so we would specifically pick everything other than geography and every time we'd be like, Oh fuck it, come on, Hub Glacier. Like <laughs> Come on, Glacier. <laughs> It was so, so funny. funny. But anyway, so another thing, this is a more serious one. So if you don't want to hear about um, the situation going on between Johnny Depp and Amber Heard and abuse, then this would probably be a good time to like fast forward like a couple minutes. Yeah. But basically, uh, that whole thing has been happening and it's been, you know, pretty upsetting the way that the media is, of course, handling it. And if you want, like, a little background on it... Yeah, I was going to say, for maybe the people out there that don't know what this story is... Yeah. So, basically, um, Amber Heard, who is a bisexual actress, she's been married to Johnny Depp now for 
15 months so like i think like a little bit over a year or something okay and i think they've been dating for a while and i don't really know too much like about their personal relationship or anything honestly like i kind of forgot that they were even together until (laughs) this all happened i mean i don't feel like i've really heard about either of them too much before this happened. So basically it came out that she filed for divorce and then right after that it started to come out that she had been abused both physically and mentally or like verbally um, and she was like filing for a restraining order which did get granted which was cool. Yeah that's really awesome that they're actually like well, she had like photographic evidence. Of yeah, me. yeah. Which it's that's why it makes me even more angry that people are already like, you could you. All right, so most victims of abuse like this like will not come forward because it's been shown time and time again that people will side with the accused over the accuser because yeah. like it's hard to prove these things. They say even if you have proof, you know, it's just like how it happens where we fault the victim and we accuse the victim and this is just like how it goes and so even when someone comes forward they have the brave enough like courage to come forward they have photographic evidence and then they still are getting ripped to shreds in the media like she even got granted this thing so clearly someone in justice is believing yeah. what had happened, you know? But so, that doesn't matter. Yeah, so like I was I was happy to see that she got the restraining order and I was upset to hear about the abuse and like see the photos and everything. And then it was even worse when you get online and you see every major media organization fucking slamming her, mostly about being bi and you like I live in like a little bubble where like I forget that like you know people have like these horrible opinions about bisexuals and how like we're not to be trusted and we're like can never be in a committed relationship and we're just like cheating all the time and like we can't just fucking stop and so like you forget about that when you live in like a bubble like I do where everybody is really accepting (laughs) and then you see something like this and you're like oh there it is again like here's how it plays out and people are already making articles being like she's friends with lesbians so that's why johnny depp's pissed and she's filing for divorce because like she wants or she's doing this because she wants to get his money and she's cheating on him with caradella veen and she's he was never happy with her sexuality and all this shit and it's like okay even if any of that were if she true, was, like cheating on him with the girls. Oh yeah. man! Ooh, like, like it, even if any of this shit was true, and not just complete fucking media bullshit speculation in an attempt to make her look like the enemy here. Yeah. Does any of that justify him hitting her or verbally abusing her? No. Not like, at all. no one deserves that. No one should be doing that. And so it's disgusting that, like, that's basically, like, when I see, like, the Daily Mail say something like this, it's like, okay, so are you in support of abuse, though? They're probably saying, like, you know, since she's <laughs> bi, she can't be trusted, like, since she can't be trusted to hold just one partner because being bi means you can't just have one You have no partner. self value <laughs> yeah so like if you can't be trusted in that way then maybe you can't be trusted in telling the truth and so uh, she's lying uh, about it all yeah so it's really fucked up 
and awful. And then you see also like people on Johnny Depp's side being like, oh, well, he was super nice to me. And like, here's a picture of him like at a children's hospital. So like he would never it's like it's always the people you last expect. And like, honestly, you never got that vibe from Johnny Depp. Come on. I mean, (laughs) the Tim Burton movies just like, you know, he's just. I don't know. I I'm not, I like I'm not gonna lie. Like I'm not. There have been other men in Hollywood that have been abusers that I have been way more shocked at. I'm sorry. Yeah, and, I was more shocked about Bill Cosby, to be honest. Yeah, and that's the same shit too. Like you can have like a unfortunately like a million victims come out and you know all have like a same story, and then people are like, well, he was on that family show, so he's fine. He's Raven Simone, who like, only know, knew him when she was like four says she says he's cool so like he's cool no like it's all dumb it's it's fucked up and of course, it's, it's the sad part is that this is always happening and it's like when the fuck are we gonna make a change in how we react to these situations in the media like especially but i'm just hoping that she gets justice and like obviously i was not there i'm not involved in the situation so but i'm not gonna like doubt anyone you know what i mean like i i just i think it's funny the type of people that immediately go for the person that is coming out about abuse i feel like those types of people are like people to look at because it's like why is your immediate thought when someone comes forward on something so sensitive and so horrible to deal with and so like usually not respected yeah and like how are you gonna your first reaction is to like not believe them you know? God damn, what the fuck? That'd be... Yeah, no, it's just fucking horrible. And it's also like the Kesha Dr. Luke situation. Yeah. Too. Like, this is happening. People just think she's like, trying to get out of her contract with him. Like, uh, no. Like... No, 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 no. It's just, why do people automatically doubt like you know like i'm sure there have been people that have lied about these situations and so it makes it but like the statistically that's not even like enough that's the thing like like your idol if bill cosby was just like somebody you really looked up to god forbid he actually be a bad person no she had the these women have to be lying there's no way bill cosby could be bad i love him no it's like honestly with these giant up people it's like all these fucking, like, fedora people that are, like, our lord and savior, Captain Jack Sparrow, who has that, like, really cool, like, rum joke. Like, yeah. I cannot believe this. Like, it's clearly this bisexual bitch. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, God, I don't know. It's frustrating. It is. I mean, let's just, I guess let's just move on. But we'll keep you guys updated on, because I'm going to keep updated on this case because i feel yeah i'm sure it's gonna be a little while because court shit takes forever <laughs> i like think i want to make like a video even about like at least like the biphobic side of it but yeah i, I want to approach it very carefully into biphobia yeah because it's bringing in current events and like it's not even like totally about that too it's just like an extra fucking factor like even if she was just a woman she would just be getting yeah, all this if shit. she was straight like she would just be like oh she's cheating on other men yeah it would it, it's just they had they had that thing that they could like latch on to and of course it's the bisexuality thing like yeah 
So, yeah. Uh, In other news. Yeah. There's a, a happier news thing. Uh, I just actually saw today that there's two things that Norway is doing, Ooh. which are very cool for, like, environment stuff. Tell me more. So, the first is that they are going to commit to 100% no deforestation, which... Norway itself does not have a lot of forests to okay. it, but like they're not going to support supply chains that go that have deforestation in them. So you know? like big companies that have I'm, to do it's, it. It's vague right now, but that's what I'm assuming. They're just not them as a country are not going to support anyone that has links to deforestation. That's what I'm getting from this, which is interesting. Very cool. That is cool. And then the other thing is that they hope to ban, by the year 2025, the purchase of any new car that runs solely on gas. Wow. That one's really cool because... 2025? 2025. So that's like nine, eight and a half, nine years to like get... Yeah, By, to by get that it. point, like energy, like electric cars, things that are renewable resources and everything are going to be... Everywhere, Even, yeah. I mean, they're already like starting. Tesla's doing their thing. They're like BMW's got a whole bunch of new electric cars and shit. Mm. There's always the, the coffee maker, the Prius, the Prius. I mean, every single Uber and taxi in the world now is a Prius. Yeah, so. that's fine. <laughs> I mean, so their their idea is like, and then it'll be new cars, and then slowly all the people that have like older cars that they'll run on gas they'll just die. Yeah, and they also <laughs> want people to like bike and walk. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a whole big thing, too, is, like, actually, in the U.S., like, some cities are considering, like, removing highways because it it actually turns out that, like, having highways and turnpikes and stuff like that adds to traffic instead of detracts from it. (laughs) Tell Pennsylvania something. Yeah, I know. We really got to get Pennsylvania in on I feel like the downtown area of Seattle would be fine on bike. Yeah, they want to get rid of the viaduct, which is up. By the waterfront, yeah. they want to turn that into like a garden walking bridge kind of thing. Cute, yeah. That <laughs> Honestly, would be awesome. I would like to see how the traffic increases or decreases here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> please decrease. I just, I'm like, I would be afraid to ride my bike here, though. Oh God, I could never. You'd have to be fucking vicious. I'm not. I'm not. I'm so passive, <laughs> and like, I'm just not very aggressive at all. So I feel like I can't do something like that. Like, I was contemplating that when I was going to get the Microsoft job because I almost did not have a car in time to start the job and I needed it because I couldn't take the bus and like I was going to bike and I would be biking literally on like one of the two major highways that goes from Seattle to Bellevue. I would be anxious for you. (laughs) Yeah I was it was a 17 mile ride and it would take me a while. I was not looking forward to it let's say. Yeah. I was just thinking, like, I'm so passive. Like, the other day I was in the elevator, and the person, there was someone else in there, and they asked me a floor, and I told them, but they must have, like, didn't hear me right, so they pushed, like, one of the teens. I was like, pinch, I'm not this bougie to live up here. And so, because I'm me, I, like, didn't want to fucking, you know, like, say anything. So she ended up getting out before me, and I had to ride all the way up to, like, the 15th floor. (laughs) And then I had to, like, come down. (laughs) Oh, shit, that's funny. I didn't know that. Yeah, I forgot to tell you about that. It was, uh, you know, something else. That was something. I I do shit like that, where I'm like, oh, I won't disturb you by telling you that you (laughs) incorrectly punch 
punched my number in or whatever. <laughs> I get very stressed out in an elevator where there's not enough room to get over to the little buttons. You know, it'd be like, can somebody hit, you know, the floor number? Like, having to say that. Yeah, I know. I'm just like, uh. <laughs> but half the time I'll be, like, in the elevator with someone who's just on my floor anyway. And I'm like, oh, this is nice. That we just, we just understand. Everybody else is... On the 18th floor? Yeah, basically, on the 18th floor. Yo, every time I get in an elevator and someone hits 18, I'm like, excuse me. What what do you do? (laughs) Like, what's happening? What is your view like? And then I feel like they're looking at me and they're like, this person's not even in the Deans. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It reminds me of, like, the Titanic. Oh, my God. (laughs) Every time. It's stupid. Anyway. So, So the other thing that happened was that gorilla... Oh, yeah. Which, I'll be honest, I have not read, like, completely everything that went down with that, but I've gotten, like, the highlights. Yeah, basically, a kid got into, it was in Ohio, I think, got into the gorilla exhibit or something like that. I don't know, even know what type of monkey it is. I gotta know how that was possible. And they shot the monkey because the it child. It was a gorilla. It was a gorilla, and yeah. they shot the gorilla. Because yeah. the child was there. And they killed it. They didn't, like, tranquilize it. Which, like, you gotta Could they have tranquilized it? I think that they were afraid that they were gonna, like, set it off and it was going to, like, kill the kid. So they just killed it before it could be set off, I guess. Yeah. That's awful. Um, I, obviously, I was not there, so I don't... And I don't know anything about the care of gorillas or, like how running a zoo might work and what the precautions are. I'm sure that there's all sorts of, like, fucking legal things that they have to do in these weird situations that they probably don't come across often. However, like, was it impossible to just fucking sedate it? Yeah. I don't um, know. I don't know. I I think people were screaming, apparently, like, in the zoo when they, like, realized. uh, And that they were... So people were, like, worried that... They're like they were already gonna get like fucking worked up. Yeah, like they were because they were like flipping the fuck out because they saw the kid. How did the kid get in there? That's a great question. Like, is this just like some bars that the kid had to climb through, or is it like some intricate ass shit? Like, Mm. how did he get in there? I don't know. It's like that one guy that got like into Sea World. Remember that? The guy that was like, oh yeah, he was definitely not sober, and like he went to Sea World, and he like went into one of the tanks, and that fucking whale fucked him up. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the man in the tree from Seattle just a couple of like months ago. Oh, <laughs> people just do. <doing laughs> how, how did you get but this? There? Was a kid, and like of course everyone's like dragging the parents, which like honestly that was my first thought too. I'm like, where's the parents? Yeah, and like did an animal have to die because these parents can't watch their kids? But like also. What kind of zoo makes it possible for... I mean, a gorilla is a hefty animal. Like, this isn't, like, the gazelle exhibit. This isn't, like, the iguana exhibit. This is, like... penguins or something. Yeah, this is, like, you probably... How is that possible? I don't know. Like, what's going on there? They are crafty dudes. I'm gonna drag the zoo. Like, is this Matt Damon's zoo that he bought? (laughs) Ew. Matt Damon. Oh, my God. When Chris's sister was here, we watched Interstellar. Because, like, she hadn't seen it, and I always forget that Matt Damon's in it until he arrives. Until he (laughs) pops out of that Ziploc bag. Yep. Our first drunk review, I feel like, was of Interstellar. Yeah, it was... I think it was Interstellar, yep. 
That was a good movie. It's very cheesy, though, now that I've seen it, like, six times. Yeah. It's love. I think that's the... I liked everything else about the movie, but the moment Anne Hathaway starts being like, love is the fifth dimension. Love is the only thing that can transcend time and space. I'm like, let's not be Hallmark, though. Like, let's... Let's not. (laughs) I get it. I just like, Murph! Murph! (laughs) Anyway. So we watched that. The gorilla. Rest in peace. That's horrible. I still don't really know the whole details, but I'm I'm probably gonna look at them. <laughs> yeah, I just like. Does anyone have a picture of the exhibit? Because I would. I'm sure that's know. probably videos. Like, what stuff. kind of thin baby is this <laughs> that was able to like shimmy in? Oh my god! I just thought of uh, kids fucking up and getting in places they shouldn't be in. There was uh, some exhibit. I think it was in China, and. I don't know what exactly, if it was for Zootopia or if it was a Lego exhibit, but some It was art, I thought. I think it was art. Some artist made uh, one of the characters from Zootopia out of Legos. It was, like, huge. It was, like, life-size. It was, like, as tall as a person. It was, like, 15,000 Legos or something like that. And then I think it was, like, within 10 minutes of the exhibit opening, a child had pushed it over and destroyed it. (laughs) And, like, that's just, like, really fucked up. I saw those images online, but I didn't know like that, the backstory. Yeah. That <laughs> it's just like another reason not to have kids. Yeah. Like, they're fucking up art. They're I fucking gotta, up. I'm gorillas. trying to make sure that I'm not like knocking somebody's coffee out of their hand or something like I, that. Like, <laughs> like me when I go into the wine section of QFC and I feel like I'm in a real life version of like don't wake daddy or not don't wake daddy operation where you can't touch the sides <laughs> and I'm like can't can't knock over any of these wines because I my biggest fear in life is to knock over some glass ass display like in any store like yes oh my god when we were at the space needle and we went into like the glass area underneath where they had like the gift shop yeah the, where they were selling glass <laughs> and i was like shit there's too much glass here it's scary like i always get afraid that i'm gonna i get nervous when we go to the market and we're at the uh, crystal stand and like i'm holding crystals i'm like tenderly holding them because i'm afraid i'm gonna break one yeah i know so anyway kids I, kids that was just thinking of uh the movie quince which is another disney channel original movie and it was the the movie that as a child like i feel like it conditioned me to be like i'm never having children (laughs) and i think like i know that like the idea that i would have quince is probably like ridiculous i probably would not what's that eight it's eight what quince i'm gonna have to guess so what language is that i don't know no it's like an amount of babies oh Oh my god, did you I, not know what I, I was saying what this whole fuck, time? I thought this kid's name was Quince, and I was like, that's weird, but okay. No, no, oh my god, no, she has eight fucking kids. Oh yeah, I feel like that's eight. And it's like, there's like the older sister who's Marnie from fucking Halloween Town. Well, that's some cheaper by the dozen shit now. It's I her know, and like, eight babies. Think about your life. It was... It, I didn't know it was like that. It made Damn. me never want to even look at a baby. <laughs> Like, I, I don't know what Disney Channel was doing, but I think that they saved Shit. me a lot of money. That changes everything. Yeah, not Quince the child that was just angry. Yeah, that's what I thought. No, like Quince, like quintuplets. Okay. Yeah, that's that, eight, right? I, I think so. Girl, we're going to watch that. 
Oh, no. I, it was my least favorite oh, no. Disney Channel original, but I feel like it's necessary to know my journey if you watch evil. it. And she's like an artist, and she doesn't have enough time. Her parents won't look at her easel because they're too busy, like, fucking pureeing carrots and shit, you know? Oh, my God. And then eventually her art becomes her just painting her fucking babies. And I'm like, you need to chill. <laughs> Uh, and it, like, has a happy ending, of course. Always. always they're not her happy. babies. They're her, like, sisters and brothers. Yeah, yeah. And they get, like, a diaper collab, sponsorship, <laughs> brand integration. Huggies. Yeah, it was something else. It's a, it's one of those movies, guys. It's just one of those ones. So, I guess we should answer some questions. Now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Forgot about that part. That's a... You know, we're just going to probably answer some questions in every episode. Yeah, we always like to get the questions in from the old benches on Patreon and and then everywhere else else on the old Twitter and Insta. Uh, If you want to check out uh, Patreon, if you want to become a patron, uh, you can go to patreon.com slash coffee with Rachel. You know, got some perks in there, including being the first place we look at for questions. All right. So let's go with this. Uh, Thinking of getting a second cat child soon. My firstborn is very spoiled and her only child is very spoiled to her only child lifestyle. Any advice in introducing a new fluffer to the equation and making it comfortable for everyone in the household? And that was from Sarah. All right. Well, we did this with when we got Lila. Yes. Uh, Squeezy was obviously very pampered. He was very loving his life. He was, you know, getting just used to, like, being in a stable place and... Yeah, Seattle, because his last home... He had moved... He's moved a lot. Yeah. And, like, the the last apartment we lived in in Pennsylvania, there was a cat that also lived there, which we probably talked about before, but, like, they did not get along. Because that cat was territorial. That cat was evil, yeah. honestly. I've never disliked a cat more than that one, <laughs> like, if I'm being honest. Pretty much. And she, like, made Squeezy bleed, so we had to, like, we literally had, when we lived in this house for a year, with a bookcase in front of the steps, it was the only thing that they couldn't get over, mm-hmm. and we would have to move this, like, 40-pound bookcase every time we wanted to go upstairs to, like, leave for class or use, like, the kitchen or anything. So it was... It was a lot. It was a lot. So we were very excited to leave that apartment, and then Squeezy was by himself, and he was just, like, getting used to loving life and then we got lila and the way that we did it we did do some research online but he's not territorial so we weren't necessarily worried he was gonna like pee all I was over the place worried that he was just not going to be nice to her yeah so yeah because i i had a feeling that she was going to be nicer than him <clears> because he is a little testy and what we did was we put her in our bathroom, which was the only other room we had. But if you have, like, a bedroom, you know, do whatever. Just a separate room that can be closed off. Yeah. And we put, like, her food right in front of the door. And then we put Squeezy's food right in front of that door on the other side. And it kind of, like, it allows them to smell each other through the door and also associate that smell with eating, which is, like, a pleasant thing that they're doing, you know? Yeah. And then I think we also... We gave Lila a toy. That smelled like Squeezy or like his bed or something. Yeah, so that way she can get used to his scent. Yeah. And then Squeezy was checking out the door. Like, And we also had it. the case that we brought her in that he had. Yeah, we had him sniff that out. Yeah. And then what we would do is like, so we did that for like the first half of the day that we brought her home. Then we flopped them. So we put Squeezy in the bathroom and he got to smell like the towel she was laying on, like all the stuff that she was doing in there. And then she got to sniff out the whole apartment. Because she got to be comfortable in her place before she can like work on this 
relationship with Squeezy. Yeah, and so we did that a couple of times, and then, like, I think we introduced them, like, the next day, and it surprisingly went very well. Uh, yeah. Squeezy was a lot nicer to her than we expected. I mean, Lila is Lila, and so she was just like, oh my god, new brother, let's hang out! Yeah, like, but he was being so cute. He, like, flopped on his back in front of her, which is, like, Squeezy rarely does the back with his belly exposed kind of vibe. It's when he's feeling very zen. Yeah. And so the fact that he did that in front of her, I mean, of course, I'm just crying thinking about it. Like, <laughs> he loves her. So, I think it'll go really well provided that your cat isn't territorial um but if in in that's the case and i think like more time before they actually meet is probably necessary like just getting adjusted to the smell we did it within like a day pretty much because it was just going so well yeah we were like gonna do it like a whole like five days or something or like three days we like i i I feel like we had lila sleep by herself the first night in the bathroom yeah she was by herself in the bathroom because we knew that we wouldn't be able to watch them while we were sleeping yeah that was the only thing but like (sighs) if it takes longer like you know that's fine separated and just like i think when you get a new animal like that and you already have one if it's possible to take off any time from work because i know you did yeah and you were home and i was already home anyway but like to like make sure that they're getting adjusted well and you can watch them like i yeah. think the worst thing you can do is like get a new pet like introduce it to your pet and then just go to work and like if leave them alone and leave them there. alone yeah if you're gonna have to go to work then i would just say separate them because yeah. you just want to make much. sure. But cats are very can be very more I mean dogs uh, can be this way too. They're a little bit less because there's not yeah, the territory well some dogs can be territorial. Yeah, I know. And like did you ever have any trouble introducing any of your dogs to each other? Because you have you none of your dogs were like puppies. Yeah, um Sarah was pretty much fine with uh, Jasmine and Benley. She was just like, she would get annoyed because they're both so high energy. Yeah, because Jasmine was like a puppy. Jasmine a was a puppy and she was just like, I want to have fun. And Sarah would run around with her, but uh, then she had to like, okay, go, she's go away because like I'm tired. And same with Benley. He's a younger one and he's just like dumb and just like, let's have fun. He's so funny. He's so dopey. I. I miss Bentley because he was annoying sometimes, but he was just so dopey. He just wanted to be hanging out with you. He was like Lila. I know. He was like Lila in dog form, but like with a more whip-like tail. A fucking huge dog that's bony and He's so big. Yeah. He would just like sit in my lap, which is like heavy as fuck, and we would watch the network, and I would like rub his belly, and that was the life. (laughs) But anyway, uh, but, uh, the one dog that we adopted, Stevo, oh, which yeah. we did not name him that he came with that name. He was an older guy. He was not nice. He <laughs> just wasn't nice. And like Sarah didn't have a problem with him. He just had a problem. But he was just like uh, he was like 10 or something like that when we got him. So like he was just he's had a lot. To he do. had a lot to I came to teach an old dog new tricks. Who knows? No, he his new trick was biting my ear off. Yeah. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> and like I'm not like afraid of dogs usually like like I'm you know what I mean? I've had yeah, dog yeah, like yeah. I've had dog. I've had dog. <laughs> One dog. But like I don't know, that was like the moment where I was like, Oh man, like dogs could fuck you up if they wanted to. <laughs> like, you know yeah. what I mean? And he was he was big. He Steven got me. was pretty much like there when we had already like 
we were at school, so it was only like when we were on vacation and stuff. So yeah. you really didn't know us that well. Yeah, either. I know. It's fine. All right. What's the next question? Send us pictures of your cats, though. Oh, yes. I want pics. Please. Uh, Sloan asks, how do you handle conflict resolution? Any communication tips you have learned over the years? Hmm. Okay, well... I guess it depends on, like, if you are coming to somebody with a problem or you're getting that to yourself. Like, someone is coming to you with an issue yeah. that you have to reply to. Mm-hmm. When it comes to me coming to other people, I generally don't unless I value our relationship so much that I feel like it's necessary to work out the problem. So, like, there have been friends of mine where I, you know, I loved them and stuff. So I wanted to like fix any issues that I might've had. So I would confront them, but I would try to do it in like the least, like you, the way that you have to like talk about it though, is like, you don't want to take any sort of tone because immediately they're going to feel defensive because you're coming to them with a problem. Even if they totally fucked up, like they're still going to feel like they need to defend themselves. It's just like our nature to do that. But if you come to them with like a really like, just, Hey, this is how I'm feeling. This is what happened and this is what I'm feeling and I don't like how I'm feeling that kind of vibe is better I feel like you get a better response out of it but when like yeah so that's the way I approach it unless the person is you know new in my life or like not a good person or you know like just not somebody that I think is worthwhile to even have around so if they do something I usually just kind of like ghost out honestly yeah and when it comes to, like, if somebody's bringing an issue to you, um, I mean, this is something that I still have trouble with, is, like, not trying to, like, if, say, somebody's come to you with an issue, and, like, you have had an issue that you were dealing with related to that person, and you just haven't brought it up yet, that's not the time to do that, when they're yeah. bringing up something to you, Yeah, well, ten months ago, you did this, and I never said shit, you know? So, that's just, like, they that's a different way of you being defensive is like well i'm justified in whatever you're talking about because of this thing that happened so i mean like i can think of like one example that happened to me like i don't know like sometime like last year but i had a friend here and we had known each other for a while and they were kind of that friend that like always puts you down you know and like it's supposed to be a joke but like it gets fucking old you know and so after a while I was just kind of like sick of it honestly and so I just you know distanced myself ghosted my way out made new friends like did my thing and then they came to me because obviously they noticed that like I was not really talking to them as often but they came to me like confronting me with their issue with me but the way that they did it was like an attack and it was like they 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 were trying to tell me that they were upset that I was like you know not like talking to them as often. <laughs> of course, it was like you're not interacting with me on social media publicly. It's like oh, we see what you're trying to do there though. <laughs> but like they they like attacked me. Like they still managed to like insult me in those like confrontations. And so I took my sweet ass time replying to that. And I was very like not defensive, but I was just kind of like yo, you've hurt my feelings many times, and I've told you to stop, and you just continue, and I'm just like not dealing with it anymore you know have a great year or something like that you know i was very like calm back because i don't want to like attack because it's like it's not even fucking worth it and i don't know yeah if you want to resolve an issue going into it with like poignant like things there just to jab or hurt them is not gonna help like that's when you just want to fucking fight yeah that's when you're just looking for like if you like get in a fight with a friend or a significant other or whatever and like you like that person and you want to fix the relationship you won't do that shit 
you'll tell them what they did that hurt you, but you won't like just fucking insult them. You know what I mean? But like, if it's someone that you just want to fucking fight with, like I don't fucks with those people. I don't like fighting. You know, I I'm here to like resolve an issue, like a fucking adult. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have time to like come up with zingers for this shit. Like (laughs) I don't, you know, I'm not in it for that. I'm a very like, I'm not an aggressive person as you guys know. So I don't like doing that. So I usually just kind of like come up with a very like thoughtful reply and I try not to I don't even like do any like subtle like fucking drags either you know what I mean just because like I don't want to make anything more aggravated than it needs to be and and, like if you're having this conversation or argument through text like you know it's easy to be misconstruing things so like there's a lot of things I guess it's better to like have a vocal conversation with somebody it is instead of doing text because like so much of communication gets lost in text i know and that's like i don't know so it just kind of depends on the situation but i think the best way to approach it is like if you're going to confront somebody do it in a way where you're really focusing on like how their actions made you feel so that they feel less inclined like you're attacking them you're just trying to tell them like what's been happening and why (laughs) you need to confront them and if you're being confronted and someone is like attacking you i mean just don't even engage that in your reply honestly all right, so should we go on to... The old these, Instagram. Yeah, whatever social media you want to pull questions from. Girl, I asked for questions on Instagram, which, by the way, I have a green theme now, and let's just be honest. It's a good color choice. It's Yeah, it's my favorite color, so, like, duh. But it's a pain in the ass to keep it green, but I fucking love the result, honestly. We, when my sister was in town, we went to the glass museum and got a green mug. Yeah. Specifically picked that color because... You knew I could use it. Yeah. That's great. Okay, so someone did ask us to talk about Johnny Depp, so we did that. Good for me. Uh, here we have a question that says, Do you think it's weird that complete strangers consider you guys friends? I live alone, and sometimes I just have you guys on in the background just so I can hang out without actually having to contribute to the conversation while I'm doing the dishes or whatever. You guys and the chunks are great. Well, thank you. I don't think it's weird at all, because I no. do the same fucking thing. I do the same thing with like yeah, everything. I want to be friends with you guys. I know, and like half the time we meet you guys, and we're like, "Why don't you live here?" Yeah, we should be right? friends. Or I have like a lot of the friends that I have used to just be like subscribers of my YouTube channel, yeah. and then we just We've became made friends. friends with a lot of different whether YouTube channel subscribers, just people following us on other places, like mm-hmm. like Instagram, Twitter. Like, yeah. I don't think it's weird at all. I think it's awesome, honestly. And I do the same thing. Like, I put on Food Network, or I put on like my podcast that I listen to, or like youtube videos and i'm just like this is so nice like i have someone to like talk at me while i'm like doing something you know having a conversation with people but you're also not speaking yeah so i enjoy it honestly i'd like to hear your opinion on forgiving a friend what would you and oh okay i'd like to hear your opinion on forgiving a friend what would you and what would you not forgive i mean there's plenty i would not forgive you know what i'm saying i feel like (sighs) It depends on the relationship. Like, uh, like if you've been friends with somebody for like a f- you know multiple years, and like they're a big part of your life and they're a big part of your support system. Like, I feel like if they fuck up in some way, like it's 
like if you care enough about the relationship that you want to make sure like even through thick and thin that like you can make it fucking work because you care about them and like they might be like your family to you like then i think it's worth like looking into but i mean it kind of depends like there are obviously some things that are fucking unforgivable you know like murder and shit so (laughs) it, it really it really depends on the situation but i think like it comes more i feel like it comes more down to like the level of friendship yeah than the level of the thing done obviously if they're like killing people no thank you yeah like Like, i like i can think of like when i think about my friends like there's not a lot they could do that would make me like not want to work on a relationship because i love them so much but then there are people in my life where i'm like it could happen we're not that close whatever you know that's usually when i'm just like and I ghost my way out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> I'm like, not no, touching that. That's okay. See you later. Bye. <laughs> but like, I don't know. I think I think it's important. I think as you get older, like you are less to be like one thing. It's just like done. Friendship over. Like I feel yeah, like yeah, yeah. as you get older, you're like, you know what? Like we can fucking work through this. This is not like the end all be all because like something got fucked up or like you canceled plans or like I don't know stained something. I can't think. In of a lot of <laughs> situations, it's at least worthy or worthwhile to like. Have Pride. a conversation. Yeah, com- converse. Converse. Where, where, where are we going with that? I don't know, but you're doing like a kinda, fucking like I was yoga pose in over there. there. <laughs> Chris is straight up doing a fucking yoga pose while we I do this. I am doing cobbler's pose right now. <laughs> you need to cobble somewhere else, okay? I'm glad I knew that. Um, the next question is, have you ever considered essential oils for cramps, anxiety, etc.? Um, I can't really do any like the diffusers because apparently essential oils are like really bad for cats. Yeah, cats are very sensitive to smell smells, and their skin is very thin. Is what we yeah. found out. So like me. essential oils are really. <laughs> I bad. picture Lila to be like as dry skin as me, but yeah. she's not. I don't know. But their food has a lot of oil in it because it's like duck, you know. So right. I think that helps them. But anyway, this the oils. The oils for, for me. I haven't really dabbled into it just because of that. So. I apologize. Um, how do we feel about make Butt happy? Stuff. That's all it <laughs> Honestly, like, my ass hurts because I'm really constipated. So, I like, butt stuff could not be, like, further from my mind in this current moment. <laughs> that was a little TMI for you guys. <laughs> how do we feel about a make happy Bo Burnham's thing? Oh, yeah. So, we got to see that live. Yeah, I did not realize that that tour that was happening was going to be, like, this special thing Yeah, that's what he does now. It's, like, his latest tour. He'll have, like, one show that he, like, tapes. We were watching the beginning, and I was like, this is familiar. It looked like our theater that we saw it in. Yeah, I thought that I was going to see, like, our little Chirug faces in the crowd laughing. Mm -hmm. Because we had good seats. Yeah. When was that? It was, like, two years ago. Um, It was, like, not this past fall. It was in 2015, because that's when the tour was. Oh, it was? Yeah. I just feel like it was, like, 2014, like, after we had just moved here. I'm not sure, but either way, it happened. It's hilarious. It was very funny. Um, I I just like that. I don't know. Like, of course, like not everything he says, I'm like going to completely agree with, and I can always like think critically about like any comedian. But he's like my favorite comedian. I just love the music part. Yeah, like, it's so creative. Like I've been a fan of his since like he was doing the whole YouTube thing, and he had like all those creative songs, and I just always liked the music aspect of it, and I like how he like he criticizes his, so much shit yeah and it's he's good. very socially aware yeah i like it i think he's very smart 
and he honestly is a taller version of Chris. Oh my so, god, like, this is so would creepy. Fuck him <laughs> if possible. Um, but yeah, I would definitely recommend watching it because all of his things. He also has, I think, what is the other? Yeah, what? Other? And then there was something else, uh, but I don't think that he has any other Netflix ones. But like, yeah. all of his shits like available on like Apple Music or iTunes or whatever. Oh yeah, true. I forgot that you can listen to audio things on yeah. like just <laughs> audio on, things. Just audio. You can just listen to audio. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, so do you think we should uh, go wrap it up here? Uh, I guess so. Time? Okay. Uh, so you guys for bench time this week are foods because, you know, we talked a little bit about food network. Also, Eddie's million dollar cook off got me really thinking about food. Really jazzed about food. Yes. So, uh, you guys are all free to stick around here. The benches, but otherwise it's been nice being back. Can't wait to, uh, do some more episodes. We will be back on what the fuck yeah, this is going on Sunday so, yeah, we'll so be back Thursday. On Thursday oh before we leave we are also doing twitches like on a schedule we finally committed yeah so twitch.tv slash coffee Rachel will be live every Monday at 5 Pacific yes yeah. 5 p.m. 5 a.m. can you imagine <laughs> wake up and fucking wake up San Francisco <laughs> <laughs> wake up Okay. okay, but fine. honestly, yeah, so now we got two podcasts every week, probably a video from me, and then a Twitch stream every Monday, so... Yes, and those will go up on our YouTube channel after the fact. Plus, we're all over social media, and I do Periscope's stuff. We are just everywhere. We're there. We're tangible. You can find us. You'll be good. Like, every day of the week, there might be something. There. There's there's something happening. All right, so let's get into bench time. All right, my cuppy bye, coffee. everybody. My cuppy coffee. <laughs> That was horrible. Uh, what are we doing? We clinking. We did like a lot of clinking. That was like a clang, if you will. Benches in food. You are food. Let's do this. All right. We're starting off with Nicole, who is a Nissoise salad. Ooh, Carissa is a carouton. I love that one. <laughs> Sloan Nolan is a pat of Lando Lakes butter. Ray Vendiero is a moist radicchio. Sarah Booth is a Sarah Christmas ahi. Allison Sense is a bag of cinnamon roasted almonds. Hunter Curtis is a warm plate of curly fries. Megan Rackley is a rack of ribs and Guy Fieri's smoker. It's a good place to be. Skylar Medley is a roasted potato medley. Heather Ann is some hot ancho chilies. Sloan Fuller is a slow-cooked pork butt. Emma Corbeil is ground coriander. Danielle Manus is the main course. So vague. Kate Convery is a colander filled with steamed broccoli. Angelica Feliz is a plate of angel hair pasta. Sarah Cook is the cook making all these delicious foods. Jennifer Cornwell is a fluffy slice of cornbread. Sophia Cock is a spicy sofrita. Ash Rozelle is a cold glass of rosé. Nicole Allen is a bowl of cold gazpacho. Cody Castillo is a plate of freshly caught cod. Beth Fonseca is a strawberry dipped in chocolate fondue. Cornelia Thulin is a corn dog. Sophie Adams is some additional raisins in this fruitcake. Additional raisins. Uh, Jessica Comero is the row on this sushi roll. Christina Contreras is a fruity martini. Megan Grint is a minty mojito. Jade Holden is an English muffin with jam. Allison Dowell is the well of gravy you form in your mashed potatoes. 
Catherine Simpson is a simple syrup sweetening this iced tea. Bridget Carey Davis is a hard piece of peanut brittle. Marlene Naj is a lean cut of steak on the grill. Gio Castro is the warm mac and cheese made in a cast iron skillet. Taylor Van Edie is a pint of Edie's ice cream. I miss it, honestly. Cater Liriano is a juicy turducken. Rebecca O'Donnell is the intoxicating odor of fresh chocolate chip cookies. Kendall Berg is that one burnt fry that everyone secretly craves. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Alan McGregor is a delicious blend of McCormick spices. It's not sponsored. Megan Grilly is a freshly grilled kebab. Chloe Killop is a coffee made in a clover machine. Ian Murphy is the murky broth in a bowl of pho. Cassandra Buckow is a lemon and garlic baked trout. Maddie Pullman is a Polish pierogi. Amanda Marie is a brownie made with chunks of Reese's cups. Jane Shell is the shell of a juicy mussel. Jackie Brigiulio is a whiskey truffle made with Jack Daniels. Camellia Malky is the cornmeal fry batter used on these mozzarella sticks. Kaylin Whalen is a plate of salted kale chips. Hannah Neely is some dough being kneaded into a loaf of bread. Lucy Ravenscroft is a box of Kraft macaroni and cheese. Cody Robinson is the coating of cheese on these nachos. Tegan Anderson is a delicious Andy's mint that you're eating after a meal at Olive Garden. The best part, <laughs> honestly. Lauren Siobhan is a classic chev salad. Taco Roach is a loaded taco salad. Nice. Allison Francoy is a thick ballpark Frank thick. <laughs> <laughs> Haley Cadwalder is a freshly caught cod filet. Oh my god. Fucking word play there. Yeah. Sarah Seaman is a seafood buffet. Dana Daly is a cheese Danish from the coffee shop. Megan Wilson is a head of wilted romaine. Jackie Lampo is a tangy slice of key lime pie. Claire Wood is a thick slice of apple wood smoked bacon. Kelly Adams is a hearty vegetable soup made with leeks. Hannah Peterson is a pizza made with hand-tossed dough. Jenna Gordonier is an ample selection of cooked gourds. <laughs> Me. Sasha Smith is a shamrock shake from McDonald's. Bridget Dubin is a binge cracker. Oh my god, those cookie things. Yep. Lynn Vance is a silky Lindor truffle. Hillary Gay is a gamey piece of deer jerky. Anna Hernandez is a moist banana nut muffin. Jennifer Holtz is a box of donut holes. Courtney White is a serving of white fish salad. Very Jewish. Yeah. Elizabeth Doles is a large dollop of sour cream on a baked potato. Shelly Smith is a bagel with schmear. I was taking a lot of influence from the Jew. I know. know. I'm really enjoying it. Mackenzie Knight is a sliced Macintosh apple with honey. And Rachel Evans is eventually going to try a Rachel sandwich. Look that up, guys. And so the other benches. I would say they're the rest of them are like you know when you're cops. Oh, like the husk area. Yeah, the husk little area. Beautiful. Okay. <laughs> I love corn. <laughs> Stephanie Boscovich. Allie Malone. Mariah Hanna. Kathleen Wynn. Elena Barcia. Zoe Armaway. Elizabeth Hallbrook. Hannah May. Rose Barnett. Jax. And Megan Prius, who I almost always want to call Prius. Yeah, are you driving a Prius right now? I don't know. Let us know. <laughs> but uh, thanks, benches, for. Uh, 
supporting us. Supporting us. I was going to say, like, trying to fill our stomachs, but it <laughs> felt a little weird. Yes, you know what I'm saying? I get that. Um, but uh, we hope you all enjoyed this episode. And let us know what you guys would like to hear more on this show. Yeah, we're always open to your suggestions. And feedback. So let us know, and we'll see you guys later. Yep. Bye. Bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>